Hey, hey, good afternoon. My name is Bevan Caramello, and you are listening to Your Weekly Skinny with Jesus. Today is March 28, 2017. I am so glad that you are here with us today. We are uh, at the beginning stages, the beginning couple of uh, messages here on uh, a series that we started a couple of weeks ago called uh, The Fruit of the Spirit, based on our our verse from Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, that says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about love, and last week we talked about joy. Okay, and today we are going to be tackling peace, right? Those two words don't really even go together, tackling and peace. But that's what we're doing. We are going to be looking at peace. And for those of you who may have missed the first couple of calls in this series, if you want to get caught up with us, you can go to our Weekly Skinny Facebook page. If you're not already a member there, just search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and then um, add yourself there. It's really simple. All are welcome. And I have posted all of our old calls from, from this series as well as all the series before this, all the way back to September. They are posted under the Files tab there in our Weekly Skinny Facebook page. So feel free to, to um, add yourself there and as well as share the graphic that's available there with the phone number, call-in information on your team pages or with uh, friends and family, anybody that you feel would find value here with us. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about peace. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Peace is one of those things that we don't think too much about until there's a lack of it, right? Until we don't feel peace, until we don't have peace, that's when we notice or think about peace the most when we want it most is when we don't have it at all. And so it just got me thinking, what is peace? So let's define it, okay? We know what peace isn't really clearly, right? Peace isn't worry, stress, or anxiety, right? Peace isn't fear. So, but what is it? So I Googled it. Okay, that's where we can find everything these days. And the dictionary says that peace is quite simply freedom from disturbance. And then it goes on to say a quiet and tranquility. Now, while Webster here paints a pretty picture, this is not quite what we're after. See, scripture paints a different picture. Okay, turn with me to the Old Testament book of Isaiah. We're going to look at chapter 48, verse 18. I'll read it for us. It says, if only you had paid attention to my command, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Okay, so peace like a river not a pond, right? A river is flowing, moving. It's definitely not still or undisturbed. Okay, so we are going to attempt to answer two questions here. This peace like a river, 
okay, this moving and, and, and flowing and disturbed <laughs> to some extent because it's not still. We're going to try to answer two questions. First, what's different here? What does this godly version of peace look like? Okay, and then number two, how do we get it? How do we attain it? How do we walk in it? And hopefully learn to live in this godly type of peace. Okay, so let's go back to our Bibles. Turn with me to the book of Philippians. Toward the back, we are going to be in chapter 4, looking at verses 6 and 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Okay, there it is, guys. This answers our first question. Peace that transcends all understanding. A peace that guards our hearts and our minds. This godly peace is not something that we can fully even understand. But that does not mean it's not something we can fully attain. Okay, we absolutely can. Haven't we all known people in our lives who seem to have a peace about them, even in what looks to those around them as impossible circumstances? You know, maybe they have just lost a close family member, or maybe they're through a terrible financial situation, or they've lost their job. And we look at them and wonder why they're not falling apart, right? They're not crumbling under the weight of it all. That's it, okay? That's that godly peace that we're after. It's a peace that exists regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what we're walking through here on earth. And it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's available to every believer, Every believer, that is, who's walking in step with the Spirit. So let's break this down a little further, okay? How do we become that person? That person with this godly peace, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what life throws at us. I'm going to read us three verses here to get us to our point, okay? And the first one is going to be in Second Thessalonians chapter 3, and we're going to be looking at verse 16 it says now may the lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way the lord be with all of you the lord of peace okay got it hang on to that okay i want you to remember that the lord of peace okay now we're going to flip a few chapters earlier a few books earlier we're going to go to the book of john we're going to be in chapter 16, looking at verse 33. This is Jesus talking here, okay? He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So where does he say we will have peace? Read it one more time. I have told you these things so that in me 
you may have peace. In him, okay? Remember, Lord of peace, peace in him, peace in Jesus. Okay, one more. Old Testament time, okay? We're going back to the book of Isaiah, but this time we're going to be in chapter 26, and we're going to read verse 3. Okay, turn there with me. I'll give you a second to find it. Okay, here we go. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. Perfect peace for those whose minds are steadfast. You guys, steadfast here, it means intentionally focused and choosing to trust God. So remember our two questions from the beginning of this call. We're answering our second question here. How do we live with a godly peace? How do we find it when we need it most? These verses show us. These are our number one to answer in that question. Because these verses give us that answer. First thing we have to do is we have to acknowledge and intentionally focus on who the peace comes from. Acknowledge who it comes from and intentionally focus on who the peace comes from. We have to train our minds to focus outward when everything in us to direct our attention inward. Okay, we've, we've got to keep our minds steadfast and give our attention to the Lord of peace. Remember from our verse in Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians 3.16, the Lord of peace who has already overcome every hardship and trial of this world when he conquered death. Okay, what else? Okay, let's go to our other verse where we first started in Isaiah. Okay, uh, the one that we read at the very beginning of the call, chapter 48, verse 18. Okay, remember, it says, If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. If only you paid attention to my commands. <laughs> Excuse me. That's the part that really jumps out at me here. You guys, number two, I'm through obedience. God is a perfect God. He's holy. And God will not bless our sin. If we have a lack of peace within us because we are outside the will of God in some area of our life. Excuse me, I'm calling. If we're outside the will of God somewhere in our life, we have to choose to obey him before he will give us his peace. You know, the unrest in our souls might be there for a reason. You know, we have to confess it to him and repent. And then we have to live differently. We have to choose to obey his commands. 
you know, I can think of several times in my life where I was without peace because I was outside of his will. And um, one of the times that comes to mind right now was um, a season in my life um, years ago, in fact, about four years ago, I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, It was one of the biggest surrenders of my life, which to everybody else on the outside looking in wouldn't have thought that because I only smoked on Friday nights with a cocktail and it, it, to the rest of the world, I'm sure it appeared very casual. Um, but God had made it very clear to me that addiction was not part of his perfect will for me. And he wanted more for me. And most importantly, he would not share his throne in my life. And so I lived in a season of unrest for a long time, months, maybe even a couple of years, where I felt God tugging at me. There was an unrest in me. There was a lack of peace in me, and it was there for a reason. It's because I was being disobedient, and I was outside of the will of God. You know, obedience was hard. In this case, for me, I can't think of a time when you know it's not going to require some sort of uh, sacrifice on our part, something we're going to have to give up, something about our behavior or our lifestyle that we're going to have to change. But it was worth it, and it always will be. You know, His plans for us are always good. Do we believe that? Do we trust Him? You know, sometimes we refuse to obey because of an addiction or maybe it's because of pride, just plain old pride. Maybe you just don't think you should have to do what he's asking you to do. Or maybe maybe it's unforgiveness. You know, maybe we just don't want to forgive that person that he's asking us or telling us to forgive. We don't want to let it go. You know, whatever it is, we will not find his peace without first doing what he's asked us to do. He's God, and he won't bless our sin. Okay, last one, answering this question. How do we get this godly peace? Go with me back to our verses in Philippians. Let's see. We are in chapter 4. We've already read them. I'm going to read them again. Chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. You guys, listen carefully here because this one is going to jump off the pages at you once you read it a few times. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That happens first. Now verse 7. And the peace of God, this happens next, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then the peace of God comes. 
That's our number three, guys. Peace follows Thanksgiving. Do you see it? It's all about him. It always is. When we focus on him and not on our circumstances, we find his peace within us. Because, you guys, he is within us, his Holy Spirit within us. So we acknowledge him, we obey him, and we thank him. And then we find his peace. Will you pray with me? Father God, we praise you for being the Lord of peace, for being so magnificent that we can't even fully understand you. We can't grasp all that you are. We praise you for that right now, Lord, because if we fully understand you, you wouldn't be big enough. Lord, we confess that at times we look to so many other things for peace. We try to find it in the comforts of this world. And we just spin and spin and spin our wheels sometimes, Lord. Father, would you forgive us? Would you would you show us how to walk in your truth? Would you show us how to obey where maybe we haven't yet or where we've strayed and need to come back? Would you show us what we have to be thankful for even amidst difficult circumstances? And Lord, would you show us how to stay in step with your spirit so that we can access your peace when we need it most? We love you, Lord. I thank you so much for this time together. It's in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for being on this call this afternoon. I'm so very glad that you're here. Remember, you can find all the replays of these calls on our weekly Skinny Facebook page. We meet same time, same place, Tuesdays at 2. All are welcome. I hope to see you back here next week, Tuesday at 2, where we will continue in our series on the fruit of the Spirit. We will be talking about patience. So until then, I hope you guys all have a blessed rest of your week and beginning of next week. And I pray God blesses you and yours. Bye now.